Before I get started, I just want to apologize. I have a bit of a cold, so I'll probably sound a little bit uh, throaty. Hopefully I won't go off into any kind of coughing fit uh, throughout this live stream. Now, I'm a web developer. I'm a freelance web developer on time. And a couple of pointers as to why I think that is true. And also make some discussion as to what we could do in the future to make web developativity uh, that the the previous years allowed us to to, to have um, because the barrier of entry was so low back then compared to what it is today. Now, before I get into any of that, I just want to give you a, a little bit of a roundup as to what I was getting up to as a freelance developer uh, this week and last week too, because last week we did a live stream on, uh, it was a coding tutorial. It was the first ES6 JavaScript coding tutorial on variable scopes in ES in JavaScript, bulked down in um, CSS, a lot of adjustments, small little tweaks in here and there, um, lots of uh, unit tests on the back end, so lots of um, acceptance tests and unit tests around various different projects, various different API endpoints, various different um, uh, checks to ensure that the requirements of certain projects have met have been met um lots of meetings too and the last week there was um a lot of work on uh updating front ends to look like um a design that a designer has given me so there was there's been a lot of the, that kind of like nickledy piggledy moving little things here and there just to make the website look like the, the requirements that have been supplied. So there, there has been a lot of that kind of bitty work, if you if you know what I mean. Um, again, also an enormous amount of admin too. It seems like the closer we get to this point of the year, there is more and more administration in terms of getting stuff done for, uh, for the tax kind of stuff, um, which, you know, you just have to do when you're a freelancer. But anyway, let's start talking about this whole Thing about why I think uh, creating websites is not easy in 2018 as compared to what it was in perhaps in the early 2000s. Um, the web has moved and progressed a, a huge amounts since then. And you could probably put a lot of this down to that in the fact that now we're, we're, we are dealing with larger requirements and uh, largely developing a website for them now, there is a lot of um, expectations that, that that website needs to address. Uh, for instance, it needs to be secure, it needs to be mobile, it, ne it needs to have the ability to work on multiple devices. Back in the early 2000s, it was just a desktop or a laptop. There was no uh, mobile first kind of attitude. It was, we never even thought that we could have websites running as they are today on a mobile phone. So there has been different technological advances and that has made web development more difficult and more challenging. And it certainly has made my life uh, more interesting, you know, as these things come through, a lot of these new technical requirements means that I have to a simple website, um, back in 2000 to what it is in, in 2018. Now, I have a couple of notes here that I'm just going to go through. And I did mention a lot of this over Twitter 
um, the other day. So if you're not following me on Twitter, then do check that out. That's uh, at how to code well. So creating a website is no longer as simple and as, and perhaps a fun task. When I built my websites, it was in the early days, it was basically trying to, well, I saw web development as a big puzzle and I was, I was discovering the puzzle pieces. It's a bit like a jigsaw puzzle. You know, you, you don't know all of the bits until you look at all of the bits and you start piecing them together. And that's kind of like how I f felt. But those pieces were defined in the box of the, of the jigsaw, you know, and you had that creative freedom. You didn't have to put all the pieces in the same place. You know, they, did, they didn't have to make a beautiful piece of art. Um, you could you could learn your your skill through trying different things out in comfortable little environments. And so so one environment that I, I used a lot was AOL Press. <laughs> Excuse me. And AOL Press. Um, for those that don't know, because I don't think it it even exists anymore, it was a a, a tool that America Online, the AOL ISP, would give you and give everybody who had their, their internet provided by them to create a website. Um, and it was basically, it was basically like an online text editor, essentially. And you could, you could put all sorts of different HTML in. And also ISPs at that point, they gave uh, a portion of their own uh, space storage space, and some even gave a domain. So you had off the bat the tools to create a website. The barrier of entry was extremely low. This wasn't just the same for AOL. This was the same for all different ISPs, where not only do they give you the broadband, but they also give you a, a designated piece of space that you can use to build websites. And so I used AOL Press as a means of exploring building web development. I, I wasn't even considering web development as the um, as the thing that I would do, like as a as a as a full time thing, as a as a career. This was just something that I wanted to use to um, explore and create. And so what I was doing was I was posting up photos of um, basically like an online journal, essentially, an online uh, diary. So photos of me and friends, <coughs> excuse me, and um, and also just a little bio, a little, little talk about what was in those photos. And throughout that, I learned, um, you know, how to upload images, how to um, use different on, online um or sorry, offline tools to uh, alter the image and how to use the markup for HTML to write paragraphs and how to link pages from one to the other. I found that all very fascinating and interesting. And like I said, it was like a jigsaw puzzle. You had all the pieces there. You had your images and you had your, your um, href, your, your links, you had your paragraphs and you were just slotting things together and you were making a beautiful in your opinion, uh, website with those tools. And you had no need to learn any kind of advanced stuff in order to get something on the web very, very quickly and very easily. And also 
not only do the did the ISPs provide you with that kind of level of creative freedom, but also social media back in those days um, allowed you to explore and put a, a profile, a basic web page about yourself, and allowed you the allowed you the freedom to configure that through markup, and it's something that. Uh, the, the the likes of of Twitter and Facebook, even YouTube here, just wouldn't even consider doing allowing their users to create web pages because essentially that is all a, a Facebook profile page is. It's a web page, but allow the user to actually alter the look and feel of that. Very well, press of the, those kind of profile type social media bits. And you you could you could be very creative. It, it opened the doors to so many different things, and and you could explore web development through that. <coughs> hmm. So you ended up with a um, a lot of front end people who were extremely creative, trying these things. And of course, when you're when you're dealing with things like MySpace, you want to make your MySpace page look really nice. And so you had that incentive to learn HTML and markup. You had that incentive to show off your profile because it was all about you, right? Now when you 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 access social media, you have to do it through a very confined set of um basically a confined container. And it's the same with, with anything where you are having to upload sort of like profile pictures. You're conforming to their standards. You're conforming to their requirements. You're not saying that you're, you're not allowed to put your profile picture to the right or to the left of you. You're not allowed to have, have links to various bits and pieces, or you're not allowed to alter the paragraphs. You know, it's it's not... It's very constrained. It's very tightly coupled to what they want to do. And it's very corporate. It's very clinical. And I personally think it's very sad that we have lost the creative freedom of the web to these big companies, Facebook, Twitter, and so forth, who define how your personal digital self should look. And through, through losing that, we've lost the element of, of creating a web page for the very first time with, with zero barrier of entry. I mean, you, you just have to sign up, right? Now, it's slightly different. I mean, putting the social media aside, when developing a website, yes, I agree that you could just use Notepad and, and a browser. But to be a, a to even consider being a full a, a full time front end developer, there are so many considerations that one has to uh, accept and and think about um, more so than than say back in the two thousands. <clears throat> and when one one is that. Um, whether or not, whether you like it or not, a front-end developer needs to learn the command line. 
And, and that might sound, I mean, in my head, it sounds silly. Front-end developers need to learn the command line. But that is the reality that we're living in. Because if you, if you are serious about uh, web development, then you need to know how to install the dependencies that your application may require. Now, before any of those dependencies were, were even thought of, um, you would you would install scripts through an external link in HTML, and yes, you can do that now. But really, what you what whatever what the market and and what all the other web developers are doing is using and requiring is using um, things like um, npm package managers, package managers to to manage packages, and yes. That that gives uh, an element of of um, convenience. I I agree, but it also bolts on a level of of high complexity because you're now t- you're not now requiring front end developers to learn the command line, and that is that that can be quite daunting when someone just simply wants to install something. Uh, or, or link to an external package, <clears throat> and I, I, I do think that that in itself is something that turns people off when it comes to to web development. They don't want to learn the command line; they just want to build um, websites. Imagine, if you will, that you were you were um, learning uh, sort of print design, and you discovered that. You needed to learn learn the operating system of the of of whatever it is that you were you were designing upon. You don't you don't need to do that. That's insane. That's but but we we are now constraining front end developers to use the command line. Um, I mean, just 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 look at all of the. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, just look at all of the installation guides for the packages. Um, it is all about using the command line. It is all about uh, running commands on the command line to install a, a certain thing, and it is a nightmare when you're having to uninstall things, or there is dependency mess, or there is a a conflict somewhere. So it is, and, and there is a huge risk of destroying one system when deleting the the uh, the node modules folder through the command line. So we are we are completely and utterly giving front end developers the f- who 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 are learning front end stuff for the very first time an extremely complicated task. Um, so, so cre- creative and open spaces that bred developers and designers are now lost to history. So that is the uh, create and creativity is now boxed in, into a defined social container, such as Facebook or Twitter. These have replaced uh, m- the MySpaces of the world. It's a bit sad, I think. Um. And also the default requirements when when building a website from the from the start 
are huge compared to what they were before. Um, so, you know, you, you want a HTML form? Well, you're going to need to have HTTPS on that. You're going to have to secure that. You're going to have to encrypt that data coming through, which is a good thing, sure. But again, that's just another thing that we are, we're having to put on developers to know and be aware of and to configure and do all that stuff. Want to rank in Google? Well, you're going to need to, to, to deal with a website in a mobile first uh, kind of way. And again, that is, that is another pressure that we're having to put on developers. Uh, and, and want to be legal? Well, then you have to put in all sorts of things to be GDPR compliant. So <clears throat> over time, we are, we are increasing the barrier of entry to web development. Um, and also deployment. So when deploying a website, I remember the days when deploying a website was simply dragging folders from one folder and pasting them to another folder somewhere else on the server using FTP. And I know I've said FTP is not a good thing, uh, but that was as simple. That was a very simple process. Now we have pipelines. Now we are, now we are talking about something completely different. It is pipelines. And that is more pressure. You, you are now saying that, that, that in order to, to uh, learn Deployment. In order to deploy your website, you need to learn DevOps. Ugh. So we we are increasingly making web development more complicated, and and th and, and 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 I don't want to sound like this is this is a bad thing, because it isn't. Because we have to do these things. We have to make these things secure. We have to use SSL. We have to deploy through all of the, you know, we have to deploy all of our dependencies. We have to test all of our code. Sure, I get that. But really, when we just want to build a single simple website with just a couple of pages, this is, this is um, quite a huge undertaking, more so than it was uh, back in the day. <coughs> um, and also JavaScript has changed so much in such a short piece of time. And there is a unfortunate social, um, how shall I say, a, a very unfortunate social circumstance or um, uh, sort of tribal behavior, if you will, in JavaScript, in certain JavaScript communities. You are either a coder of X or a coder of Y. And there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of 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 um, acceptance of of both, which which is really dumb, <laughs> which is really really dumb. <coughs> so we are we are impacting uh, the way people start getting into web development. I I think there is a lot of uh, issues with web uh, of bringing new candidates in. We're turning away a lot of people uh, right from the start, and we seem to be doing this in a very unconscious kind of manner, right? Um, like, for example, the, the the lack of MySpace, the lack of the the is it the Neopets or what whatever it's called, the those kind of tools that allowed us to be creative on the internet. 
we have changed from being um we've changed from being consumers uh sorry we've we've changed from being creators to being consumers we are consuming the internet instead of creating the internet and i think that's really sad and and when we when i say uh, we we've gone from um creation to cons- consumption <clears throat> we are consuming the internet through the means of or, or through the tools and the building blocks that have been prescribed to us by the people who think know best so through the facebooks through the googles through the um through the twitters through the youtubes this you know you you go and what you want to to watch a video the video is going to be on youtube right and and that that is the sort of the de facto way of watching youtube you want to be on a social network then you know facebook and you have to just accept the way that facebook looks you you want to cre- create your own personal profile right well you you've got a designated size for your profile image and your profile image is always going to be on the left hand side it's never going to be on the right you can you you can only have up to say three links you know there you go that that is all that you are allowed um and you can only have one background color and one foreground color so there's no there's no um there's no grounds of their um of their AOL presses or their MySpace pages um so learning he- hexadecimal co- codes through that <coughs> learning how to create breakpoints in in paragraphs using BRs because you wanted to 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 space out your content um you know learning css because you wanted to sh- to show people that you knew how to put things on the right hand side and the left hand side so exploring all of those things and also debugging html and where it gets so nested and horrible um you know that those those kind of those kind of disciplines now are, are lost and only available to those who who go yeah actually I want to learn web development to be a web developer there there really isn't that that level now of of just trying it out and having the tools available to you um I do think that MySpace and AOL Press and Lycos and all of the other you know ISPs that gave you that kind of that level of of um of bandwidth of space um all those social media profiles like MySpace and the, and the others they really did they really did introduce people to web development in a very sort of um raw yet safe way because um you could you could you could choose to be a web developer based on your experiences that you've had through that at the moment we we are we are now saying that a web developer needs to be x y and z and and all of those things are predefined almost by all of these big companies you know you, you have to accept the fact that you have to write command line stuff you have to accept the fact that that um, you're going to be working with dependencies and you have to accept the fact that um that the framework that you're dealing with is probably going to change in the next 2 years so you know you're you're constantly under pressure and this pressure i think is is well known to to the juniors um and i do feel for people who are um being web developers in the you know in 2018 cuz it certainly wasn't as easy as it is or was when i was starting out um the 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 code that i wrote 
was dreadful back back in those days. Uh, but at least I had the capacity to do that and explore that. Um, and it was something that really drove me to web development. The fact that I could write code with the tools that were available um, and I could see my work instantaneously. I didn't have to debug the command line. I didn't have to worry about dependency versions. I didn't have to worry about um, how I was going to deploy websites. I, I was given those tools. Those tools were available to me. As the web grew, those tools started to get more complicated and therefore the barrier of entry st has started to grow. So anyway, um, let's just check the time. I think I'm going to have to shoot off, I believe soon because of my, <laughs> my, my throat, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to leave you with this thought. <coughs> it's only been 18 years since, since, uh, the, the 2000s and the web has changed dramatically in those 18 years. Where do you think it's going to be in 18 years time? Where do you think the web is going to be? And what challenges, new challenges are we going to be facing? We're, we're coming to the point where we, we have another level of generation um, that, that will be web developers. And they will never know the experiences of, of, of growing with the web. The web will be just there. And so they will assume that whatever the web is at that point in time is the acceptable web. So what do you think is going to happen? And what do you think is acceptable? Anyway, thank you ever so much for watching. Happy coding, everyone, and I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Bye.